think about the way Jamie punted the other night? Uh, he's, you know, Jamie's doing a good job. He really is. He's, uh, he's kind of found, found a rhythm, and uh, we just want to keep him on the same path. You know, just keep uh, staying in the flow of the game, staying in the moment, and just making sure that he's just executing at a high level. So we just got to do our part as a cover unit and a protection unit to help him, and he's just got to do his job as a punter. So he's, he's done a really nice job. I think for him was always consistency, right? Mm -hmm. How do you get, like, what do you do to get that out of him? Like, what, what's the progression there? You know, if, as a coach, it's my job to help him with that, obviously. And uh, we just try to try to do some things that that he feels comfortable with uh, in practice and in the games, and then just getting confidence through the execution part of it, whether it be, you know, a warm-up session that we had in Arizona, you know, where he kicked the ball pretty well, whether it be, you know, just a, a session we're in here by ourselves, you know, just feeling comfortable in the moment and just being able to uh, just see the big picture. What's the what's your, what's your big goal? What are we working towards? And just trying to get better every day. And that and that's it. Like just trying to find one little thing to focus on every day and work on it. And then, OK, yeah, I got better at that today. Let's just keep working in the progression. So. That's all we're doing, and, and he's done a really nice job. One, he really boomed when you guys are backed up. It seemed like that was a little bit of that rugby style. Like, how do you or he determine when you're going to use that and when you're not? I can't tell you that. Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, it, it's, you know, just at certain points in the game that we feel comfortable with, uh, you know, with him out there in, in certain situations down distance that we'll, we'll do it. But uh, for him, that's his, you know, he feels comfortable with that. And, you know, the kid, he's been playing rugby since he was this big, you know, so he gets his ball, he gets the ball out of his hands faster that way than it does the conventional way. So it's, it's amazing how that happens, but just the muscle memory just kicks in and it's, you know, it's the years and years of playing rugby. So it's, you know, it's nothing for him. He can do it in his sleep. Hey Mac, I kind of think about punting as you take the snap and you kick it. How much more complicated is it than that? It's a, it's a lot of things that go into it. Uh, you know, the punt play, it's, it's, it's wind, you know, the weather, the conditions, who you're playing, uh, you know, what kind of returners back there, who's the rush, you know, who are the highlighted rushers, who do you want to stay away from? Like, it's a whole bunch of different things that play into that, you know. But the nuts and bolts of it is the catch and mold, get the ball out of your hands as quickly as you can uh, with really good technique and mechanics and just hitting a nice smooth ball good hang the distance with good direction and that's all we ask for them to do does a night game change any of that yeah um, most of the time um, you know when you're playing in outdoor stadiums once the sun goes down the wind kind of decreases a little bit so that 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 helps definitely uh, you know obviously anytime you you, you don't have a lot of wind it kind of helps you with the consistency of the punt and the drop and all of that stuff. So, yeah, it definitely makes a difference. I know you guys will go back and look at film of Seattle last year and that mm -hmm. game in Seattle. I don't know how much their special teams units have changed much, but when you have a couple mistakes last year that kind of really hurt you guys, mm -hmm. do you harp on that with these guys or do you just kind of let them watch the film no, and not worry about it? It's a totally different it? team, different returner back there. Like it's totally different. Like it's, they have a, uh, a different set of guys. We have a, a basically a different set of guys and it's a whole new opportunity, a whole new year. And obviously you learn from those things, 
But, you know, you, you definitely don't harp on it because half the guys that's playing on your unit they wasn't even on the field last year. You know, so uh, we just take that for what it is. You move on from it. You learn from it. And, uh, you know, the stuff that we can take from last year schematically, because Larry Izzo was still there last year, we'll look at it and uh, and be ready for the, some of those same things that are coming, coming about. But, yeah, you don't harp on it. You just move on. Did you ever cross paths with Larry Izzo? He was – he – you were here, and then I think he came right after you left to go to LSU, right? I've known Larry Izzo since I was 16 years old. He went to McCullough High School. I went to Langham Creek High School. He went to Rice. I went to Houston. So we played against each other all through high school, through college, and I've known Larry forever. He's a good friend of mine, great dude, and a uh, hell of a coach. Did you have anything to do with him filling your spot when you left here? No, 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 no. Um, Larry was, you know, trying to get into coaching and, you know, super smart guy. Obviously, he was a great special teams player, probably one of the greatest of all time. And, uh, you know, he got into it on his own. You know, Larry's a, he's a, he's a heck of a dude. Great coach, good man. That was kind of like a freak play when Andrew got hurt on the, the block block kick in week one. But anytime like an important offensive defense play gets hurt on special teams, the question is like, do you take him off of those units going forward or? I don't, <laughs> I mean, I, I, don't, I don't have the power to take anybody off, uh, but it's definitely something you look at, you know, I mean, it's, you know, when you have a guy like AT who is important to our team and, you know, that's kind of a freak thing that happens. You know, I, I just remember, you know, when we won the Super Bowl, you know, it's Kareem McKenzie, Richie Soybert, uh, David Deal, all those guys, Chris Snee, they're all on the field goal team. Like, that's just <laughs> this is what it is. I mean, it's, it's kind of the offensive lineman. That's kind of part of the job. You play on field goal protection. So, uh, you know, but I, I trust me, I, you, you definitely think about it because, you know, that's, you damn sure don't want to lose a guy like him ever on any play, whether it be offense, defense, or special team. Anything else for T-Mac? Appreciate uh, you guys. Was Gray right to field that one? Which one? That he got interfered with on? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. When you can come up and a short punt, if you can come up to field it, Absolutely. He's made great decisions all year, you know, knock on wood. And, uh, you know, he'll continue to do that, hopefully moving forward. But, yeah, I, I think it was a great decision. You catch you catch that ball, and if it hits the ground, it might roll for 20 yards, 15, 20 yards, especially with Wisnowski. I mean, he's Aussie, and those balls have a tendency you hit the ground. It's anywhere from 15, 20 yards a roll. So I think he saved us a lot of uh, field position plus the 15-yard penalty. So, no, he made a good decision.